A day without a cappuccino moment is like Tom without Jerry, Mickey without Minnie, Homer without Marge, a dream without the dreamer. A special mention to the Everyday is Saturday team for all the support and motivation. Dreams become reality. Copyright laws apply to this audio. You may reproduce or transmit this audiobook on the understanding that the author, Ali Wiley, is acknowledged. It must not be sold. Part 1 Introduction What is a cappuccino moment? I live in Italy. Well, after all, it's the only place in Europe where you can get a decent cappuccino. Most mornings I go to my favourite bar, order my hot, frothy coffee and sit down in a quiet corner. I usually read a book or write down dreams and astral experiences. These moments have become very precious to me. They are moments of reflection, of gentle thought. They are moments of inspiration. The inspiration may come from a book, from my nighttime experiences in the astral, or even from a song playing on the radio. I may meet someone in the bar and share my moment with them. The conversation may also inspire. The life of the bar changes as the minutes before school tick on. Mothers enter to buy a piece of pizza for their child at break time. Some, including myself, dive in the bar for breakfast with the kids after a late start. Road workers come in and sneak a Zambuca in their espresso to chase away the morning chills. Once the kids have been dropped at school, then it's the turn of the mothers who come in for a coffee and a chat. I take up my place in a quiet corner and do my own thing. People say a polite buongiorno, which means good morning, smile and let me get on with it. Occasionally an acquaintance may be in the mood for a chat and so we have a quick few words. However, the day rushes on and they soon find something to rush on and do. At this point, I pick up my book or my pen once more and continue where I left off. Everyone should have a cappuccino moment. You can indulge at any time of the day and what's more important, you can never have too many. Your moment may be a walk in the park, afternoon tea and biscuits in the garden. Whatever helps you to relax and reflect. Life always seems so very busy. If we don't stop to ponder, so much may pass by unnoticed. My astral adventures can also fade into the morning air as I wake up. Sometimes I just can't hang on to the meaning, a feeling, a thought. I would have lost so much if I hadn't put pen to paper. I talk about flying a lot. Of course, it is meant in the figurative sense. I'm not talking about flying around in the physical, obviously. So please, no jumping out of windows. I only literally fly in the astral. This little audiobook is not about the hows and whys of astral projection. It is based on the inspiration I have received from various astral experiences or OBEs, out-of-body experiences. Messages come globally, often in the form of scenarios set up by guides. What we have in our minds may also be reflected in what happens while we are out there. So it is a wonderful way of becoming acquainted with our inner being. We can have meetings with astral beings or interact with thought forms. And of course, we can meet up with loved ones who have made the journey to the beyond. 
With experience, one learns to distinguish between the different types of interaction. So build a cappuccino moment into your day, a time to reflect on life, a gentle pause to centre on who you are. I'll delay you no longer. Let's get on with the inspiration. Habits. We first make our habits and then our habits make us. John Dryden. I was out of body with a group of people, a sort of committee. Some people were waiting outside. They had done something wrong and had to be punished. The committee had some old rusty metal implements in their hands and they went out to hit the people over the head. I was disgusted and I took away the implements. I told them that these things were used for torture in the past and that where I came from they were only found in museums. The implements were from the past. They are no longer used, therefore outdated. As I was pondering this, I started wondering why we constantly hit ourselves over the head with the past. Many things we do out of obligation or habit and we don't even question our own behaviour. It is as if we are hitting ourselves over the head with outdated ideas. We do such a good job at self-sabotage. Remember, we were born to be alive. We weren't born to be habit-automated zombies wandering around in no man's land. So come on people, let's fly. Spread your wings and fly in the present. Facing our dinosaurs. Fear is only as deep as a mind allows. Japanese proverb. This is an interesting OBE. I left my body. I flew through the roof and in front of me was a wonderful place, very clear. There was a lake and green hills. As I flew nearer, it became a little difficult to fly. The vibrations were different. I was flying over the lake and I looked down. The lake was stagnant and full of rubbish. I was losing height and I thought I might fall in, but then I managed to fly higher. I went to the top of a rock. There was a girl sitting there. Suddenly I realised where I was. I was in dinosaur country and I didn't want to be there as I knew the dinosaurs would come and eat me. I looked over to where I had entered, but the entrance was closed. I knew that to get out, all I had to do was dive into a rock or anything really to change my reality. I remembered this place and similar places where I'd been in previous OBEs. It gave me a horrible feeling. However, I thought that even if a dinosaur came along and ate me, I was out of body, so what could happen? It couldn't kill me. I knew the only way to get rid of this place out of my head was to face the dinosaur. Right on cue, a big bird dinosaur came along, a T-Rex with a bird's head. It picked me up and walked off with me to its den. Once in the den, the dinosaur and I became one. We united. The dinosaur was simply not there anymore. This dinosaur had been chasing me around for weeks. It was only when I realised that this big animal-bird thing could do me no harm and I faced it did it disappear. And so it is with our fears. Sometimes we build them up into something they're not until it feels almost impossible to escape. Spread your wings and find your strength. Letting go. When one door closes, another door opens. But we so often look so long and so regretfully upon the closed door 
that we do not see the ones which open for us. Alexander Graham Bell In a snippet of an out-of-body experience, I was with a guide. She was demonstrating to me the effect on the body of letting go of stuff we just don't need to carry around. Events from the past can still affect us if we are continually going back and thinking about them, constantly reliving the situation over and over again. Hanging on to the emotions of past events can be so damaging and stop any hope of moving forward. The guide demonstrated by allowing me to experience how it felt to let go. Wow, at the moment of letting go, I was filled with energy. I perceived this as a sort of fizzy, buzzing electricity that ran through my body. It was an exquisite feeling. Our bodies really don't need all that excess baggage, all those unwanted heavy emotions. Letting go gives you freedom to fly. Negative emotions and worrying are heavy for us to carry and prevent us from spreading our wings. Did you know that owls try to avoid flying in the rain as it dampens their wings and weighs them down? Holding on to negative emotions and worrying thoughts dampens our wings and we too have trouble flying as a result. Spread your wings and bin the excess baggage. Thanks for listening to part one of the Cappuccino Moments. If you'd like to download the whole PDF of the three parts, please go to www.astorwings.com. Happy travels!